Snipers, you have to see what's happening with the Bitcoin price this Saturday because exactly as we predicted yesterday, Bitcoin has moved above the $38,000 level. But I had to get this emergency update out to you guys while enjoying my Saturday evening. This is an extremely important 24 hours for Bitcoin. And I had to get on this hourly and four hour chart for you guys to about how Bitcoin is reacting above 38,000 because now we have some hints as to how price action is going to unfold throughout the rest of this weekend. And as we wait for traditional markets to open on Sunday, of course, that's going to be a huge puzzle piece to see exactly what's going to happen with the S&P 500 below its 200-day moving average and closing Friday with an extremely bullish candle. Notice how so far on the hourly chart, the candle symmetry above 38,000 is not necessarily the nicest candle. Uh, I'd say that we have a bearish tail on both of these hourly candles that have closed above 38,000, specifically this one candle here that was fully above 38,000. You guys know on the Snipers channel, we wait for full hourly and four hour confirmations, but we always want to look at the candle symmetry to get an idea of whether this is just a fake out or if it's a true break of a resistance level. And I think that with traditional markets so uncertain right now, the S&P 500, of course, being below its 200 day moving average. Yes, we closed the daily candle with a bullish tail. Institutions may be waiting to enter positions into the cryptocurrency market, and that could be unfolding as Sunday approaches and Monday approaches. And we start to see liquidity and in institutional bets in the market because right now we have to understand most of this volume is retail volume uh, and it's possibly whales, right? So the weekends are the most manipulated because institutions are not playing the game. The whales that have large holdings are able to manipulate price the way they want. And so at this point, with this hourly candle showing a bearish tail, I wouldn't necessarily say that we've got a full confirmation above 38,000. And of course, what we're also going to be waiting for is how this four hour candle closes, because the first time we got above 38,000, we saw an extremely bearish tail and that ended up being a fake out. The shorts got the long end of the stick on that one. And so are we going to be seeing the same type of fake out coming back below 38,000? That's going to have to do with how this four hour candle closes. So far, it doesn't look good. Let's just be honest. And that's why I had to get this update out to you guys as this new hourly candle has just opened up in the last 30 minutes after we got the full hourly close above 38,000. So nothing significant, nothing yet to go home and tell grandma about above 38,000 because there isn't decisive strength just yet. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that S&P 500 is below its 200 day moving average. So what I'm going to be watching when traditional markets open tomorrow on the ES mini futures contract for the spy is how are we going to be opening up the week with this extremely bullish daily candle that closed on Friday. This tells me that there is a potential we could have a bottom here. And we know in the discord we took a ton of trades for the tech sector, right? Arc Innovation ETF. We took trades on Coinbase. We took entries on even beyond meat company. Uh, we're seeing massive sell-offs in the stock market. Uh, we also entered positions into Tesla and I entered that Tesla position because if you guys are paying attention to my Instagram, by the way, for those not following me on Instagram, link is in the description below. Tesla is hitting a major 
macro structural support level right now um, that dates back to early 2020 when we initially saw the breakout to new highs. And so a lot of companies are looking like a, you know, a bottom is in, um, whether it's now or in the immediate short term, we never could predict an exact bottom, but I definitely think that we have a bottom on our hands. My God, look at this dog. Look at this guy. What are you doing? He just grabbed a stick. Stormy, what's up, bro? Sorry to, uh, to distract you guys. It's Saturday, so we can be a little bit more freestyle, right? Hope you guys don't mind that. But anyways, nonetheless, 38,000 breaking. Totally predicted that uh, as we closed markets on Friday, so strong, especially the tech sector did very well. Robinhood actually was up 9% to close Friday. We didn't take a trade on Robinhood. I'm not a big fan of Robinhood, but we did take a trade on Coinbase. We know how bullish Kathy Woods is with the wallet space, right? She really believes that digital wallets are gonna be huge coming into 2023, uh, all the way towards the next five to 10 years as innovation continues to take over the market. So very interesting time right now. Um, I would say that we have to monitor S&P 500 as traditional markets open. Um, when we look at the theme to Bitcoin chart, the other thing that we're watching right now is the fact that we have to stay above 65,000 Satoshis to assume we're not entering into a bear market. So this is a major support level for Ethereum. Ethereum leads a lot of the altcoins. It's almost like the canary in the coal mine, the same way that a lot of people in traditional markets watch the Russell small caps and mid caps as canaries in the coal mine to predict how the large caps are gonna move. Uh, Ethereum to Bitcoin charts kind of the same thing when it comes to the overall altcoin market, which affects the total market cap, right? So that Ethereum to Bitcoin chart being at 65,000 Satoshis, I know Tara on Discord today was talking about it, a very important support level. We have to hold 65,000 Satoshis. And so that's something that we have to monitor coming into this week. And I think we just have to stay calm. You know, uh, Tom Brady just announced his retirement and I was able to actually see his last game. And I'll tell you what, fourth quarter, 27 and three, Tom Brady brought the score back to 27-27 to almost tie the game uh, until they threw a Hail Mary to number 10 on the Rams. And they ended up getting that field goal and that ended the game, but that was his last game. And the one thing I'll tell you about Tom Brady is sitting there on the sidelines and seeing him play, he stayed calm through the whole game. It didn't matter that he was down 27 to three, he didn't have the advantage for most of the game. He just stayed calm. He played his uh, routes. He he, he, he took his plays and he, he stuck true to uh, his 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 morals, his values, and 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 that's why he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, one of the greatest athletes of all time. So, shout out to Tom Brady for uh, 22 years or 22 seasons, I believe, in the NFL and retiring. He inspired me to play football in high school. So super cold here so i'm gonna wrap up this video but uh, 38,000 doesn't look too good right now you know the hourly uh, candles have been quite bearish um and if we if we look at what's happening on the four hour it looks like we're possibly just going to get another wick above 38,000. we might come back below it i don't know if we're going to see that decisive close above 38,000 in the next 24 hours i think we need to wait for traditional markets to open just because of how uncertain things are right now. But remember what I showed you guys with the VIX. Remember the volatility index, which is a huge gauge of downside and upside in traditional markets. Notice how the VIX closed the week still below and rejecting this extremely important level. I'm going to go ahead and pull this up for you. So we have this macro structural resistance level 
that has really held true four times so far with one, two, three, four points of contact. And every time we've seen a test here, we've seen the traditional markets cool back down. We haven't seen anything crazy like what happened in March of 2020, where if we looked at the S&P 500 against the M2 supply, we actually crossed below the 200 week moving average, which was extremely bearish. Notice how that is not the case so far. We're actually just seeing a garden variety retest of this 200 week moving average on the S&P 500 chart compared to the M2 supply. And so when we saw the March drop below the 200 week moving average, this was obviously a huge concern. Um, and that was a very, very odd case. But we know the 200 week moving average is a very strong level of support. And so far we closed the week just testing it. So if we breach below it, this is a huge deal. I mean, that, you know, people are saying, you know, there's a Russia, Ukraine war going on possibly and, and all of this stuff. Um, and so, you know, that's something that could potentially break that 200 week moving average. Um, but that's something that's been developing for a long time. Remember, there is always going to be a storyline. You never want to listen to mainstream media, especially nowadays. You know, it's really going to stress you out. It's going to bring your cortisol levels up. Uh, don't watch mainstream media, guys. Come on. We're better than that here on the Sniper channel, right? Um, they're always going to create a narrative to what's happening in price action. So finally cooling up here super cold here in florida it's like i think 40 degrees right now and it's sunlight so uh anyways with that now it's getting very cold <laughs> um thank you all for tuning into the sniper's channel today uh i appreciate each and every one of you remember to smash the like button for the youtube algorithm for these four dimensional analysis i really enjoy the saturday updates because traditional markets are closed get a little bit more calmness we can focus on the crypto market um here's what i will say though to wrap up this video why is thirty-eight thousand so important well 38,000, we get a close above 38,000. Now we have 41,950 to face as our next resistance level. But that's not really the point. The point is, if we get above 38,000, we stop this extremely strong downtrend that we've stayed in for a few months now. Because if we get above this level at 38,000, we could assume a short term bottom here that occurred at 33,000 and that we could potentially start to see price action move up and move to the side at least in the immediate short term to not get back below 30,000 US dollars and not breach what happened in June and July of 2021 where we saw the bottom here at 28 29,000 but we never came below it you know this is really what we want to see we want to see another upside move to just kind of get away from this zone at 30,000 so that we're not talking about price levels below 25,000 or even some people like Bitboy Crypto on the Moon's channel the other day saying 10,000 price target for Bitcoin in an all-out bear market. To get out of that mindset, get out of that you know, posi positioning, uh, we have to get that $38,000 level conquered. The sooner the better. The longer we stay below it, the longer we're flirting with it, it's kind of like what happened at 41950 to 44800 where we eventually started to come down. So. That's so important right now for Bitcoin to get above 38,000. That's why we're monitoring that level. It wasn't a coincidence that we closed their daily candle on Thursday or Friday, I believe, at 38,000 with a high exact on the dot because our numbers here in the Cypress channel are extremely accurate. And anyways, with that being said, this video is going a little too far. Remember to smash the like button for the YouTube algorithm Cypress. I appreciate each and every one of you tuning into the channel. I'll see you guys on Sunday tomorrow 
we'll see how traditional markets open up. I'll try to get the video out as futures markets start to open up so we can see if there's any reaction. And with that, I think that's all I want to cover today. The Bitcoin chart, extremely important to watch right now to just get some confirmations about the overall sentiment in the altcoin market, the total market. And I know a lot of altcoins have been bleeding, but that could be uh, you know, ending here soon if, if we see that Ethereum Bitcoin chart continue to see strength, which is really what we need. Um, and I think a lot of these altcoins will stop bleeding if Bitcoin can really get some decisive candles above 38,000. That's what we need right now. So with that, thank you all for tuning in today to the Sniper's channel, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Snipers.